Hey everybody, welcome back to Naturally Supernatural. I hope you guys enjoyed our last two episodes on spiritual warfare and we also did touch upon demonic. Um, Well, for today we have something a bit lighter but also hefty. Today we're going to be touching on angels. So first off, I'm just going to start this through Pastor Tom. Are angels real? (laughs) Considering we did talk about demonic, so I'm assuming there's a, you know, an opposite end. Yeah. Good Uh, guys. Yeah. They're the good guys. Uh, There there are angels and there are fallen angels. Remember, we established that last Mm. uh, episode. Uh, We talked about how there was a spiritual warfare that broke out in heaven. Mm. And the ones that uh, fought was like Lucifer and his gang. And then he got Archangel Michael that was assigned to fight them and he defeated them and they all fell onto the earth. And that's found in the book of Revelation. And so... Uh, yes, they are real. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have specific roles. Mm. Um, I think the many people, when they talk about angels, they have the misconception of what an angel looks like or who an angel is. Right. Yeah. Uh, an angel is just one of the many heavenly hosts. Um, you know, you have the heavenly hosts in 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 in, in heaven. Mm. And you got the cherubs and the seraphims and then you got the angels and then you got, you know, the elders and you got all these different Mm. people in heaven. Mm. Uh, And they all serve God. They are to glorify God Mm. and to worship God Mm. and to do the will, to carry out the will of the Father. And so angels are real, to answer your question. And, And yes, and also... Just to be uh, real, I've seen them. So, yes, they are real. Mm. Well, obviously, we kind of establish what their purpose is, obviously, to carry out the will of the Father and worship Him. In saying that, are they also to serve us as well, if that makes sense? Yeah. um, For instance, the Bible is written for us. It's really not written for the fallen angels or or for, for... any other guys except us, mm. human beings. So, um, obviously, you know, God sent his only son for us. Mm-hmm. So, if they're doing God's bidding, they're doing God's work and to carry out his will, uh, there are obviously uh, many angels that are assigned and some are very specifically assigned to us. And you can see that even in the words of Jesus when he said, you know, you you don't shun or you don't uh, ignore these little kids, these little children, because their angels are very close to my father. Mm. Jesus right. himself said that. He says, they are angels. That means there are specific angels that are assigned for children. Mm. That okay. are very close to the father. That means they get first uh, information <laughs> from from daddy in heaven Come on. Uh, wow. before any anyone else. So that's why it's really important. Jesus is always focusing on children. He says, unless, unless you're like these children, he says, you can never enter the kingdom of heaven. Right. So, yes, answer your question. There are angels assigned to humans. Um, very importantly, uh, depending on the gifting and the calling of the person, mm-hmm. uh, different angels are assigned to that particular calling and and. and also gifting. Mm. You just mentioned earlier that you, you've seen them mm. and others are 
I know maybe struggling to, you know, when they hear that, some of them probably like, you know, there's that doubt, disbelief on that. Mm -hmm. What would you say to them? I just say that um, perhaps you have a misconception of what an angel mm. look like. Right. Mm. Yeah. A lot of people, you know, they visit uh, old churches or, mm -hmm. you know, from the mid-century. Um, and they see angels with wings. But let me tell, tell you something. Angels don't have wings. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Cherubs and seraphims have wings. But mm. angels don't. And angels many a times will uh, manifest as people. And you will see that mm. a lot in the Bible, right. the way they showed up as people. Throughout the Bible, you will see that. Mm. They will show up as three people that visited Abraham and his wife. Mm -hmm. They showed mm. up, you know, like they showed up. And so, give you an example, uh, a real example. You know, many, many years ago, many years ago, uh, my late uh, father-in-law, mm. uh, he was a, a chief security at, the 7-Eleven stores mm -hmm. and there was a big ruckus happening in uh, I believe it was in New West uh, one of the stores mm -hmm. and uh, he was trying to solve the problem the issues going on in the store and it was uh, it was getting rough and somehow he had a heart attack mm. and then he collapsed and he actually died for four minutes. Wow. Okay. By the time the ambulance came and picked him up, it was for already four minutes. Now, you as a nurse, you <laughs> know that, Joyce, that if you're dead for a certain amount of minutes, yep, your, then brain your brain is dead. Stops. Right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So he was taken to the Royal Columbian Hospital. Now, we were all mm. there, very concerned, don't know what to expect. And mm -hmm. uh, so... Uh, I had that time I had my first uh, child Jordan mm. and he was just, he was just uh, a baby mm -hmm. but the late father-in-law loved Jordan because he was the first mm -hmm. in the family you know the first grandkid and I was sitting outside the lobby mm -hmm. not the, the main lobby but outside yeah. and all the family close family members were all inside and also Jordan being a baby, I didn't want him, him to cry yeah. and cause a lot of problems for the ICU, you know, mm -hmm. quiet in the hospital. Mm -hmm. But all of a sudden, in the middle of all this uh, stress and sadness and everything else, the emotion that was going through, a nurse came up to us. And I remember clearly this nurse, uh, not very tall, maybe 5'3", have blonde hair, short blonde hair, mm -hmm. you know, and she came up to me and she said, uh, you and your son have to come in. We have to wake him up. Mm. And I said, me, <laughs> why not call one of the sons? Mm -hmm. You know, like they are immediate family. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm one away. <laughs> uh, you know, that's what I was thinking. And those days I was just not even activated. So I was just thinking that way. But she insisted and she said, I want you and your son to come in. Wow. To wake Francis up. And his name was Francis. So we went in the room. I, I just obliged and, yeah. I went, and I went in there and then she was like, she took a, 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 a spoon mm -hmm. and she put on his nail. And that's how yeah. in, the, in the office of nursing, 
to Im- impress pain mm-hmm. so that they might see that if he has any cognitive uh, reflexes, reflexes still there. Yeah. So when she did that, Francis awoken. Mm. Okay. Now remember, this guy's been dead four minutes, four minutes and he's on like all life support. And mm-hmm. He opened his eyes, he looked at us and he reached out his hand towards Jordan, Jordan my son. Wow. Mm-hmm. And at that moment, I knew wow. that he has cognitive ability to even mm. reach his hand up mm-hmm. to us. Wow. wow. Now, here's the thing. That happened. And then we went back to the waiting room. Mm-hmm. And here's how crazy it was. In 24 hours, Francis was already sitting up. Wow. It, yeah, he was already sitting up chatting as usual. He's really chatty guy. Right, chatty, chatty, chatty. He was talking about everything and anything, and like we're wondering why is he in the <laughs> hospital, isn't it? And within another twenty-four hours, he was already home. Wow. So yeah, wow is right, right? So I was like, wow. And then I, I, I went out and I, I got, I, I, I said to the family, I said, hey, I gotta go find this nurse and thank her. <laughs> so I went out and bought a bouquet of flowers, mm-hmm. and I went back to the Royal Columbian Hospital. Yeah. I went to the cardiac, uh, you know, CSIC. Yeah, yeah, that that department, and I said to them, I said to the admin, I said I like to uh, give these flowers to Nurse Sally because her name was Sally, oh. <laughs> and they go, "There's no such person here, sir." Oh. I said, "Wait." No, she was here two days ago. She was the one that told me to wake Francis up. Mm-hmm. She has short blonde hair. And she's here. And they look at me again. They go, sir, you're highly mistaken. There's no such person <laughs> here. Come on. Uh, you know, and I was just freaked out. Wow. I left the flowers there and I left. Wow. Yeah. Right? So until today, I believe that was an angel. Yeah. Now you may say, "Oh no, that's just some person," and isn't mm-hmm. it? Well, well, here's another one. Okay, <laughs> there are many stories like that. So I was in LA, and I was working, mm-hmm. and I was craving for some Chinese food. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in LA, uh, Anaheim, there's a lot of burgers and stuff like that, but. Knowledge, Asian, Asian food. yeah, cuisine. So I had asked the concierge, you know, where I could go. Mm-hmm. And so he says, well, this is a nice Chinese restaurant. You can go there. So I went there. It was a Saturday night. Had my dinner. I was quite happy. It was mm-hmm. quite authentic. And then I call a cab. And big Saturday night, it's very busy, yeah. by the way, in L.A., uh, in Anaheim, mm. uh, not LA, but outside of LA, two hours out. Mm. Still very busy where Disneyland is. And and so it was convention time, conferences, so busy. So the cab did not come for a long time. So the, the, the manager, he came up to me and said, sir, are you waiting for a cab? I said, yeah. He goes, well, they're generally very slow. You could <laughs> be here for two hours. Well, he says, why not? After that group finished their dinner, they live quite close to this area. Are you are you staying in the area? I said, yeah, at the Disneyland Hotel. Hmm. Because, yeah, I can just send you in my van. Wow. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I had some time because those that group was still finishing up. So I went next door to a grocery store 
and I bought a pack of gum. Now, in that grocery store, mm. I saw three people uh, uh, of Latin descent and one lady and two guys. And I look out in the corner of my eye outside the store. I saw a very old Toyota Corolla mm. from mm. the 70s illegally parked and mm. the engine running. Mm. So I thought it was them, you know. But I just mind my own business. Mm. And I, when they came close to me, I said, hi, how are you? They said, hi, they were very cordial. And then I walked out the store. I went mm. back to the front of the restaurant waiting for the van. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, these three guys, um, or the two guys and the lady, they came up to me. Mm. And they stood beside me. And this one guy with the balaclava walked up towards us. Mm. And he literally shot them. Oh, <gasps> blank. Yes. Oh, my. Yes. And then he looked at me. And he looked at me and then he peeled up his barrel clover. He opened up his mask. Oh my God. And he looked at me. He's got his gun pointed at me. Wow. And I'm just saying my last prayer. <laughs> I'm just like, you know, he, wow. he, he's, I better just say, uh, Father, what in heaven? Oh my I look, goodness. Uh, you know, and then he pointed his gun at me and then he looked and looked and looked. And then he closed his mask back on, put it back on, oh and he walked away. OMG. He walked away. Mm. And then behind me came this guy. He said, hey, I'm with the restaurant. You're waiting to be driven home, right? Wow. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, let's get in the van or whatever. And get out of here, you know. And then he was like, don't worry. And then he took me. Mm. And I went back to my hotel. I sat down. I was shaking. Mm. I lock all the door, you know, crazy how the yeah. mm. hotel room has, you know. Like multiple locks. Multiple locks. I lock it all. And I sat on my bed and I was shaking and I was thinking to myself, why am I shaking? Mm. I'm in Disneyland Hotel. Mm-hmm. Right? Happiest place on earth. Yeah. And how did that guy come and pick me up? And he was right behind me the whole mm. time. Come on. He was right behind me the whole time while we were standing there because right after they got shot, he was he was there. He says, come on now. I'm supposed to take you. Mm. I'm like, okay. I was reflecting. Like, who was that guy? Who was the killer? Mm. Who are those people? You know, all this thing running yeah. through your mind. And mm. then later on, I realized 100% God's hand was on me. Because yeah. the killer could not see me even though he looked straight at my face. Mm. Mm. He looked like he was bedazzled. He looked like he couldn't recognize me or maybe he didn't even see me. I don't know. He was blinded, yeah. Yeah, but all I can say is this. I was a witness. Mm. It's nothing to him to mm. shoot me. Yeah. Nothing. Right? He already shot three people yeah. right beside me. Wow. So, till today... I'm still praying, trying to get healed from that. Mm. Uh, but it was wow. very traumatic. Mm-hmm. Probably the most traumatic uh, time, mm-hmm. you know. And angels, I believe, do intervene. Just like the guy that showed up behind me, that was standing right behind me mm-hmm. and took me home. And then, the, the, you know, the nurse that was at the mm-hmm. hospital. Yes. And there's countless yes. examples I've experienced. Yes. Um, you know, of course, today, in the spirit, I can see the angels. But those were the days when I still couldn't see. And it's because I was not operating in the spirit. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. operating in the flesh. But 
does that that does not mean the angels are not working yeah right just because you can't see them they, they, doesn't mean they're not doesn't, there they're not there yeah and so those are some of the examples i could go on you know mm. like yeah, i could give you another example <laughs> like um no one more one more <laughs> and uh we were taking a cab in hong kong from kowloon to hong kong side mm-hmm. and you have to go through a tunnel and the tunnel is very unforgiving Mm. People are traveling at high speed. We took a cab that gone with the kids, and Aaron was at the back with me, and Jordan was sitting in front. I think, and Gabriel was at the back. So, five seats, right? And as we were going through that tunnel at high speed, our cab driver decided to go to sleep. Oh my! No. <laughs> Yes. Oh my god. He fell asleep, but before he fell asleep, let me tell you something. Something someone was already nudging Aaron. He was a I believe to today there's an angel that was nudging Aaron. Aaron mm. was quite young and he was mm-hmm. nudging Aaron. Aaron kept bothering me the whole time said that I don't trust this cab driver. Mm. I don't know what's going on, but he's not himself. Mm-hmm. You know? And as he was going through that tunnel, he fell asleep and literally we saw our lives passing by like mm-hmm. you know going yeah. like the car our car was going into the opposite direction mm-hmm. onto oh, the oncoming car at 100 kilometers an mm-hmm. hour all coming at us and in that moment somehow someone and i believe to today angel told Aaron yes. to scream because we we were like oh, we God. were frozen yeah yet Aaron was able to scream on top of his lungs at the guy and he woke up and in that instant he was he managed to veer swerve back, back yeah. swerve back oh. yeah into our lane my god and get this we got back to the hotel he dropped us off and he kept driving <laughs> there was people from the hotel that went in the, i tell i told them as they don't go in this car mm. guys very sleepy mm. but they didn't care they hop in anyway so i'm just saying <laughs> that was a sure crash mm-hmm. yeah but it didn't crash mm-hmm. because someone mm-hmm. and i believe to today is an angel mm-hmm. told little aaron to scream at the driver wow. at the right time mm-hmm. because we were like <coughs> like we frozen. saw all those we were frozen we saw the cars coming at us headlights mm-hmm. in a tunnel mm-hmm. and we we're traveling literally at a, i think 90 kilometers an hour mm-hmm. just just going straight head on mm-hmm. wow And so uh, these are some of the few ones mm. that I can tell but there are many many encounters like mm. that you know mm-hmm. Wow I'm yeah. shocked <laughs> Dang So they serve quite a purpose then you know they do work alongside us then to to be there to help us What do you say about the people who you know as you mentioned like how the angels have been there for you before How would you address people who talk about like angels as their spirit guides? Specifically, they use that term spirit guides rather than, you know, something else. <laughs> If that makes sense because, you know, I feel like it's another thing and it's not actually angels, but yeah, mm. I I actually take that quite seriously. Yes, you know why? Because I I started by saying if you have the misconception of who they are, they yeah. have to serve God. Mm. there to help us mm-hmm. carry out the will of the father right so 
whose will? The Father's will. God's will, the King of Kings, mm. in King of Heaven. But if we miss the mark, mm. and we start worshiping mm-hmm. the created beings from heaven that are supposed to serve us, that's yeah. good. Uh, you have gone down a slippery slope, mm-hmm. and a lot of people worship that because a lot of times, let me tell you something: the angels that are worshiping. And serving God and mm-hmm. glorifying God, they don't do those things. Yeah. It's actually the other counter angels, the fallen ones, that mm. are, will do those things. Mm. That will give you things, that give you ideas of what you should do and what little uh, power. And they have those the demons; they have a little power, mm-hmm. but they're not all powerful like the Holy Spirit. Mm. And so they will, you know, like uh, they will trade. Their job is to trade things mm. with you trade things with you so that they can gain your soul. That eventually they want to steal, kill and destroy you. Mm-hmm. But they have to start with something. They have to start with something that you are tempted to. For instance, they know that from Adam's time, we've been trying to control things on our own. You know, we try to control things, control circumstances, mm-hmm. control this country right. because we, we don't want to be, mm-hmm. you know, like we, we, we have this fear of pain. Fear mm. of punishment. So, from days when Adam and Eve fell, so they know that, they know that, and they will try to use all kinds of tricks, and they'll bargain. And, and uh, you, you may ask me, so how, Pastor Tom, how can you say that? Mm-hmm. Well, mm. I mm. take it from examples in the Bible, mm-hmm. Matthew four. Right. The grand demon himself was trying to trade things with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Mm. He says, if you're the son of God, you know, come up here. And he showed in one instance all the earthly kingdom mm-hmm. to Jesus. He said, if you just so bow down and worship me, I will give you all this kingdom. Mm-hmm. There was a trade. That trade, I like to call it uh, a legal contract. Mm. When you enter into a legal contract with the enemy, He's got you. Because a legal contract is a legal contract. Like when you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you entered into a covenant with God. Same way, if you enter into a covenant with the enemy, then he's got access to you. That means you have given permission mm-hmm. for him to have access to your life and to speak into your life. Now, you have a choice. We're all given that choice, mm-hmm. right? We're given the will to choose. Now, if you choose God, then He has nothing on you, because God is all powerful. That's it. All knowing, all present. He has nothing on you, and God lives in you. The Holy Spirit lives in you. The deposit of the Holy Spirit. Mm. You know, we read we read stories from the Bible, old and new, where angels shows up to someone, prophets, disciples. And they're given an instruction, a direction. We know that if that happened back then, we know that it's still available today. My question is the visitations, the encounters, for what purpose exactly? Like, do you think the guys that, that, that have encountered with them, like, are they special or the ones that desire to, but they don't really get that encounter, that visitation? 
How come that's not happening? They don't always show up mm. as human, or uh, as human beings, or as a person. You know, um, they're very specific. It's just like a task, right? Mm. If you're tasked to be uh, a nurse, for mm-hmm. instance, uh, you show up in every room to check on the patient. Yeah. But the doctors don't always show up in every room. Nope. Mm. Only we are when they're tasked to mm. to talk to the That's patient, good. right? So the same way with angels, they don't just simply show up everywhere. Uh, because sometimes the battle is not involving you. Mm. Sometimes the battle is involving you. Mm. Uh, sometimes the battle is you, because mm, you know right. uh, Psalm twenty-three. People all know, you know, Lord is my shepherd. But go to Psalm twenty-four, and it says, "The Lord is mighty to battle." Mm. Now a lot of people say, "Oh, Lord is mighty to battle." Something. No, the Lord is mighty to battle you for you. He loves you. Mm. He on. wants you. Mm. So the biggest battle is actually getting to us to see the goodness. Of who he is, mm. and so yes. many people don't get that. They think, "Oh, the Lord's gonna battle," and then they go out and they do, they commit more sin. Right, right. Who do you think the Lord should be battling? Mm. Should the Lord battle all the pornography you're watching, mm. or should the Lord battle all the illegal things that you're doing, uh, mm. trafficking, or should the Lord battle for you? Right, mm. for yeah. your soul. That's powerful. So angels. Uh, assigned sometimes to make things happen, mm. to awaken you, mm. you know. And the Holy Spirit, His job is to convict you of your sin if you have not come to Christ. And if you come to Christ, His job is to convict you of your righteousness. And His other job is to also judge the enemy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow! Yeah. So there are three. So, does that make sense to you? Like you know, to to answer your question, is you you don't normally all the time see angels. Mm-hmm. Only when the right time comes, and sometimes they show up in that moment. I had a friend, or oh, I have a friend actually. Sorry, um, that was driving in Coquitlam, mm-hmm. and he's actually a very good friend, and he's a mechanic. I tell you, here's another story. And he loved fast cars, <laughs> so he would uh, modify cars and drive, right? And one day he was driving, and he crashed. Mm. And he rolled and rolled and his car rolled and rolled and rolled down a ravine, and mm. the whole thing was just like a crushed coke can. Mm. And now remember. Before he crashed, he told me this mm. in his own words. There was a voice that told him to grab onto his cross. Wow! He had a cross from his mom, mm. and he grabbed onto the cross before he crashed. Just seconds, like milliseconds, a voice just told him grab onto your cross, and then he grabbed onto his cross, and then crash happened. Wow! And then he remembered this. He says, "When I was down there." There was a person that came mm-hmm. and grabbed my hand mm. and pulled me out of the car. Literally, pulled him out mm-hmm. of the car, and he stood beside the car. And this person said, "Are you okay?" And he says, "I'm checking my body." 
Wow. I, I, I'm, I'm totally okay. He said, but I'm missing my cross. Mm. He doesn't have the cross. And then he turns around the, the ambulance and everybody's there, the cops, everybody. And then they're like, where's the guy? Where's the guy in the car? Mm-hmm. He says, I'm the guy. Mm-hmm. You can't be the guy. Look at this car. It's a, it's a crush, literally mm-hmm. a crushed Coke can. Totaled, yeah. Wow. You can't be the guy. You you have no scratch on you. Hmm? <laughs> he said, I'm the guy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then so he, he later on they found out, they go, they can't understand. There's no they way. already came with mm-hmm. the, I don't know what they call those jaws of uh, yeah. life yeah, yeah. or whatever. They were trying to cut open the car mm-hmm. to retrieve a body. And he's standing with them <laughs> watching the whole thing. <laughs> so till today, that is powerful. My friend, he believes mm-hmm. that whoever pulled him out of the car, because after that he was looking for this guy, he was gone. Mm. He believes that the guy was an angel. That in mm. that moment, told him to hang on to his cross and then he the calf just you know just tumbled and mm-hmm. flew down the ravine and and he helped him out wow and then he checked his body he himself looked at the car he goes mm-hmm. there's no way i don't have blood or nothing to survive from that you know how, how did they even survive that yeah 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 mm. so that's very interesting uh to also know mm. wow um that's another story. Uh, there's so many stories, you know. No, 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 that's good. That's good. Yeah. You know, to help somebody out out there, you know, with this with this revelation of of, of spiritual warfare again, as as, you, as we have been talking about that, the revelation of angels and who they are, their purpose, and what they're not. How important is that in our walk? Is I it, think I think if you know they exist, it's okay, but not to dedicate your whole entire... Mm. Um, not to devote yourself. Yeah, yeah. They are servants of God. Okay? And their mission is to help carry out the will mm. of the Father. Mm-hmm. It still needs us. We still need to be polished and believe mm-hmm. and to move forward and to carry out the will of the Father. But remember... When you're carrying out the will of the Father who is in the spirit, mm-hmm. the battle is in the spirit realm. Right, mm-hmm. right. So we are in the physical, even though we have a spirit in us. But the one that's doing all the work, the heavy lifting, are the spiritual beings called angels. Mm. That's good. And so we need to understand that they are doing that. Mm-hmm. But we don't have to... Uh, that shouldn't be our focus. They shouldn't mm-hmm. be our focus. Our focus should be Jesus. Right. Our focus should Amen. be God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Our focus should be the Holy Spirit because He's going before us. He is the power. He is the one fueling all the power, even to the angels. So mm. you have to understand that God is all-powerful and He is the Creator. So we have to, our focus has to be on the Creator yes. and not the created beings. Mm. Wow. Wow. So deep mm. and yet so simple. Mm. It's good to know that we have good guys with us. Yeah. Know, got backup. <laughs> you know, got bad backups. Oh, yes. Yeah. And to actually utilize them. I think a lot of people don't realize that mm. they do have angels that, you know, are there for them. Mm. Last question. Oh, we know about guardian, guardian angels. You know, we've touched on, you know, healing angels, healing angels and whatnot. What do you... 
just that word guardian angels, does everyone have one? Have one. I think we like to give them names. Uh, but they're just angels. Mm. They're just angels. Angels mm-hmm. are doing the work of God. Right. Mm. Uh, you can call them guardian angel. You can call them, you know, they have specific functions. Though. Mm-hmm. There are some angels mm. that are very specific functions. Like... Um, depending on the task, yeah. Yeah, depending on the task. Uh, angels that are healing. I often see them with uh, vats of oil, healing oil. Mm-hmm. There are angels that are doing battle. They have, you know, mighty weapons. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, and depending on your calling. And That's good. If you're called to... Uh, cast out demons mm. right uh, God will equip you with the appropriate angels mm-hmm. to battle them and mm-hmm. so That's know, good. we're not doing the battling here mm. <laughs> we're just it's good to know that. we're just following Jesus you know he did all the battle on the cross mm. and then we get to see <laughs> God is outside of time yeah. yes. we just get to see the results even now in the present when Everything had happened 2,000 years ago. Mm. You see that? Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It's like, oh, you know, we're here. Mm-hmm. But all these things were done already. Mm. Right? That's why we can say that when Jesus went on the cross, it was one time for all time. Right. He's not going to go back on the cross again mm-hmm. to try to erase a tiny little sin you may have committed. No, mm. he did that on the cross. Mm-hmm. All your sins are forgiven when you receive Him. Wow. Erase permanently. Come on. And the Bible says God does not remember your transgression and your sin mm. no more. So you need to understand that that is the grace of God. Yes. But the grace extends so far that even people here now are experiencing and the people that will come after us will experience it. People that mm. were before us in Hebrews read of all Noah and Mm. They experience it and they didn't even see anything. They mm. just have faith. Yeah. Right? Faith. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So we need to have faith that God has His angels, His battalion, His, his mm. heavenly host. That's it. That are with us to do His work. Yeah. To carry out His will. Thank you, Lord. Wow. What an episode, guys. But yeah, just to recap, you know, we do have angels, guys. And if, you know, you still have questions, please feel free to contact us at naturallysupernatural.life. And if you've been blessed by this ministry, you can also head on over to our website where you'll see a support button. But until next time, everyone. Bye. God bless.